welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about two ways of doing church. The basic overarching philosophies that uh, we'll have, and, and there's thousands and thousands of different church philosophies, but I want to focus on one element. Who is your target audience? As you're doing videos, as you're doing uh, writing books, as you're writing articles, you always have to question who is the audience for this work? Okay, and uh, as we get into churches, what we see a lot of times in America today is there's been this push towards church growth, which doesn't look to cater to the Christians, it looks to cater to the non-Christians. In fact, Steve Furtick even says, if once you're saved, this church is no longer for you, because they believe that their overarching philosophy is to do as do everything as hip, as modern, as cool, as fun to get as many people through the church doors as they can. And then they want them to do something at the church to quote unquote accept Jesus, which the gospel is not at Steve Furtick's church, to be clear. But that being said, it raises a question, who is church for? And this is an important question to answer because as we start looking at, at, at everything going on, the idea of church is not to go out and develop something to get all these unsaved people in. That's not the objective of church. The objective of church is to raise up and train up the disciples. Because, and this is why America has such a bad discipleship problem. Okay, We have the issues here where... We have churches that are all set up to bring unbelievers in to preach some soft, fun message to sell somebody a product, and that's not the gospel. Okay, that's not the gospel at all. And so what happens is the churches get in there, and there is no training, there is no discipleship, there is no sound preaching. What ends up happening here is that all sorts of issues and all sorts of problems are arising because there is no discipleship in the church. That's what's happening. And that's what happens when you have a church model that comes in and says, look, our objective is to bring in all these unsafe people to get them here, to get them in church. The problem is you have completely decimated what church is. So what is church supposed to be? Church is supposed to be a place where believers come. They can let down their hair from the things they have to do in front of the world. They can stand down and they can, they can be open and honest with each other <clears throat> inside the scriptures. And as they do that, they will learn the ways of the Bible. Now, I'm going to illustrate from Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. This is the choosing of what the creation of the office of the deacon of the church, the overseers of the church. But it's relevant here. There's some portions in here that as you read between the lines of the scripture, you see that the church is not for those outside. It is for those of the family of Christ. So let's go ahead and read this text here. At this time, the disciples were increasing in number. So we're talking about disciples increasing in number, not random people coming in off the street. <clears throat> a complaint arose as part of the Hellenistic Jews against the native Hebrews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily serving of food. So the Hellenistic Jews were, uh, they were Gentile converts to, Ju to Judaism. And some people looked at them as being outsiders. And so the church at this time was mostly made of the Jewish people. And so... 
um, they were overlooked. So the 12 summoned the congregations. The 12 is the 12 apostles. They summoned the congregations of disciples, people who are already followers of Jesus, and said, it's not desirable for us to neglect the word of God in order to serve tables. So we should not take our time away from the preaching and the teaching of the gospel to the disciples, teaching of the theologies and the doctrines in order to meet the basic needs. So now they say, verse three, therefore, brethren, select from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the spirit and wisdom who may be put in charge of this task. So now we're appointing seven deacons to cover all of the basic physical needs of the people as the spiritual needs are being met by the 12 apostles. Um, and verse four, but we, this is the apostles, will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. The statement found approval with the whole congregation. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith of the Holy Spirit, Philip, uh, Procurus, ne um, Nechanor, Timon, Famous, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch. These they brought before the apostles, and after praying, they laid their hands on them, and the word of God kept spreading, and the number of disciples continued to increase greatly in Jerusalem, and the great many of the priests were becoming obedient to the faith. And um, we'll stop there, verse 7. So what we see here is that the, uh, the objective of the church is to minister to those disciples, the people already of Christ. We should not be setting up our congregations, our churches, and our activities for all of the people out there. We need to set it up for the people of the family of faith. And this is an important distinction because most churches in America today are getting covetous about the numbers. They want to see their numbers grow. And so they start doing things to become more attractive to the unbelievers of the world. And then the unbelievers of the world can come in and say, oh, wow, this is so nice. And you're not asking them anything. You're not giving them hard lessons from the Bible. Because, of course, don't forget, people of the world, the scripture is offensive to them. So you have to water it down. And this raises a lot of uh, a lot of problems and a lot of questions. And so, as we uh, as we move forward and as we we look at what the purpose of church is, the purpose of church is to bring in believers who already have accepted the gospel. And I'm using the term "accepted the gospel." I'm a Calvinist. I believe that you know God calls those who are going to be saved and does the work at them. Just to be clear, we're going to leave that for another day. Let's just, it doesn't matter if you're Calvinist or Arminius at this point in time. Listen to this point. Only those people who are already of the family of Christ, that is who church is for. Now, if an unbeliever wanders on in, <clears throat> love them the best we can, teach them, answer their questions, serve their needs, sure. But that is not the target audience of church. Just like when you write a book, there's going to be people who are not your target audience who are going to pick it up and read it. Okay, but you have to know who is your target audience in order to figure out who exactly, uh, you know, who exactly you're going to, to cater to. And if the church caters to the unbelievers, you're going to have a church that is completely devoid of discipleship, completely devoid of the clear teaching and the understanding of the scripture. And you're going to get back to the point where you're just going to be entertaining people. And that's exactly what the church is not supposed to do. And so as a tale of two ways of doing church, we have to find and focus on the churches that are remembering their, their call and their task, which is to preach the gospel um, as the people going into the world. That's our objective. The church building is to train up disciples. It's to clarify the scriptures. It's to give them training about how to, to approach the world with Christ and then to send the people out into the world. And it says we send the people out into the world, then we are going to do that. Um, 
so we're going to wrap this one up here. Um, a very curious thing. It's kind of started to rain, but no rain has actually hit me. I think it might be more sleet. So I should probably get off this mountainside. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, guys, um, thanks for coming along on this. Have a look over the website, ourwalkinchrist.com. We do have some new books over there. And uh, we actually... Um, uh, I'll announce the next sale in the newsletter, which is going to be midway through the week. Um, but uh, actually, I think I'm going to do it next week because we're going to do a sale on the new book. But I need to get the print copies in, which is going to take me about another week or so. Um, and so once I get those print copies in or once I know they're on the way, we're going to send out another newsletter uh, in about a week or so, giving you a good coupon code for the brand new book, Joash's Influences. And then we'll talk a little bit more about that book uh, when I actually can hold a physical copy of it for the first time. I published this thing like six months ago. I haven't had a copy of it yet. The, the perils of living in a van, right? Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for watching. And uh, I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.